0: This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. And thank you for being present to listen to this podcast. Initially, I intended to talk about one subject, but due to the current events and change of circumstances, we're going to talk about what's going on in our world. Have you ever screamed so loud that the sound was deafening? On the day that the video of Ahmad Aubrey went viral, on that day I wept openly, out loud, as if I had suffered some great personal loss, even while my two sons were well. Please know that I and my entire African American community, along with everyone who cares about humanity, we've all suffered a great loss. I was home alone and tasted my own salty tears, crying for a man whom I had never even met. No, I did not know the family, yet I wept like a baby. By the time my son and husband arrived at home, I was heavy, yet I prayed for the family, especially for the mother of Ahmaud Aubrey. Then I looked closely at my own sons, felt helpless about what they might have to face and my being incapable of protecting them. No matter how grown or how old they get, the mother in me wants to be able to shield them from all hurt harm and danger. About a week after Ahmad Ombry's video went viral, I witnessed a new video of George Floyd as he uttered those painfully familiar words. I can't breathe. First hurt and devastation set in, then my anger ran so deep that I could not see straight. I think I've been wearing a headache ever since I witnessed the senseless egregious murder of yet another unarmed black man at the guilty, bloody hands of those who swore to protect and serve. Perhaps no one explained that service and protection was due to all people, regardless of ethnicity, race, or color. As a mother of two young black men with two brothers and many nephews, all of whom are African Americans, I have been lost for words all week. My compass was so out of alignment that I had to seek the word of God to regain my godly focus. In the words of Grandmaster Flash, don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head, but I'm so grateful that God is my foundation. So I did not have to wonder how I could keep from going under. He enabled me to search the scriptures and dig deep within to compose myself consider the situation, and respond in a responsible manner. I must share words of comfort intended only to uplift, empower, and encourage. I looked to the scriptures and was brought back to who and whose I am. I belong to the Lord, so I must speak as one of his representatives. According to Hebrews 10 and 30, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. Too often we get ahead of God or so we think and we desire to make or take matters into our own hands but God's word has warned us that he would exact revenge and he will just as this current battle some battles are far too complicated for you and I to fight alone so we must adhere to fighting them on bending or bended knees the word has explained that we fight not against flesh and blood but against principalities Against the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. See, some fights we are not meant to engage in except on our knees. Need I remind you that they, the enemy, do not fight fair. Rather, you you are seeing through spiritual lenses or carnally. The fight is unfair. Some say an eye for an eye. Others say fight fire with fire, but God's word said he will fight my battles for me, and he will. I know he will because he has done so, so many times before. Therefore, I urge you, I implore you to put your fist down unless it is to show unity or solidarity. And God's word, put God's word up. We have always been a resilient people, African-Americans, my black people. We have been a nation of faith. And as we have been taught, God is able to bring every high thing that exalts itself down, even to an open shame. Just know, no president or political dignitary can match or overthrow God, as God always has the last word. He is the omniscient creator and will always, always have the final say. I have a prayer today, a prayer that one day we will be able to live in this world where the color of one's skin won't make a difference in how they are treated. I have a prayer today that is deeply rooted in the word of God, a prayer that whites and blacks will be able to love one another as human beings and fellow brothers and sisters. My prayer is that the word of God will penetrate, clean and repair our broken world. My prayer that this new order of peace will be welcomed and truly realized to begin in America where the word of God will make America and then the world whole again. No longer will there be systemic racism, but pervasive love and care. No longer white supremacy, but colorful cohesiveness. No more black men or black women, the targets of police brutality, but pervasive brotherhood driven by agape love, which is the highest form of pure love and compassion. God's own reciprocal charity. No more looting, robbing, and murdering. No, no more. But looting becomes loving. Robbing becomes rewriting and reteaching of our rightful places. Murdering becomes birthing greatness in all of our babies. Red, blue, brown, yellow, black, and white. All beautiful and wonderful in God's sight. I have a prayer that now is the time for all my sisters and brothers to shine. No struggling with where they're from but in a way of beautiful colors, everyone. See, the rainbow can never be complete without all colors of brothers and sisters, fathers and mothers. I pray we are joined and can only succeed if every one of us is responsible for one another's needs. I pray I need your ears to hear and you need my eyes to see without banding together. I pray none of us can be all that God truly intended for us to be. I have a prayer today that the universal language of love is the only language we all can speak and feel. A prayer that all learn that love, love is finally really real. My prayer is that we will stand together, all people of all ethnicities, colorful yet colorblind, caring, cohesive, courageous, coordinating communities in love. I pray that the head that the head of this great country, walks in unadulterated, true love and compassion, praying that care governs our fearless, thoughtful leaders, that no one goes hungry or lacking, that hate is cast out into eternal darkness, and the only prerequisite to enter our borders is pervasive, limitless love. I pray that someday soon every mother will be able to breathe easy when her son leaves home. See, she will know that he will only be met with love and care, even when out of her sight. My prayer is that the broken heart and faith of every parent will be made whole once more. The confidence in people, I pray, will be restored. My prayer is that young black men will once again act out of confidence as opposed to fear and wild caution. I have a prayer that my sons and your sons and all of our daughters All ethnicities, all races, like the Rainbow Coalition, will walk together in love and unity, never having cause to think about skin color, except to adore the beauty in the diverse hues. I have a prayer that our sons will no longer be treated as America's liability or dark, degraded disgrace, but will be regarded as strong, intelligent, capable, relevant, equals be they red, yellow, brown, black, white, or tan, all beautifully desired assets to the human race. No more color chronicles, stereotyping, racial profiling, or race shaming. No more. They are all men and men all created equally. I pray that someday soon, our sons, brothers, nephews, and fathers will all be called men indeed, not red men, yellow men, black men, brown men, white men, or tan men, just men as God intended. You see, God created man, not black or white man. No, God created man in his image, and that which made us all from the same father is after creating man, God blew his breath into man, and man became a living soul with God's life-giving breath, and not even God referenced color. When it came to his creation of a living soul. So, why? Why do we, the created, continue to use color as a distraction, a barrier, a divider, and a means to deny, discount, or detract? Somewhere along the line, color has become our crooked compass, the misguided guide, if you will, to how we interact with, regard, or perceive one another. Oh, but it's my prayer today that we all become a nation, even a world of colorblindness. And in the words of the late, great Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., my sisters, mothers, fathers, and brothers would all be judged, not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a prayer that soon and very soon all people will live out the true meaning of loving your neighbor as yourself. These words mean exactly what they say and the same leads us to doing unto others as you would have others do unto you. All words rooted and grounded in loving others, all others as you love yourself. My prayer today is a very urgent prayer that black men and white men, all men would take their rightful places as strong, dedicated, fearless caring leaders of their families. All men regardless of ethnicity or skin color, would become reasonable, logical, critical thinkers. I pray that God would strengthen our men, mind, soul, and body so that each would become properly fit to run his own race and shoulder the journey to and through manhood, mentally, spiritually, and physically. My prayer is that each man be guided with a spirit of compassion for others, as strong Does not mean emotionless or devoid of feelings. A true passion to protect, provide, and hold true to keeping his promises. Yes, these are the very attributes of God's glory, beginning with family and children, and a daily thirst for righteousness. You see, righteousness is literally seeking, working, and practicing doing what's right, not for spectators, not for show. But even when no one is watching, Because it is the right thing to do. Today, today I pray for all men, especially black men, not because they are any better than other men, but because it seems they have become the hunted, the humiliated, hurt. It seems they've become America's liability, the example of what's wrong, and even an endangered species. Prior to last week, I thought COVID-19 was the pandemic. But through a vicious revelation... A series of vicious revelations. I learned that in America, the all-out assault on black men has been a pandemic long before 2020. It's just that frightening yet common but not so common events are unfolding, even being recorded up close and personal in broad daylight with spectators. Not foolish rhetoric, just the truth. I pray for these black men today, and I implore God, that he wipe away her tears and never have another mother cry out as she aches and agonizes for her son being brutalized at the hands and cold heart of another friend or enemy, even those who have taken an oath and have sworn to protect and serve. Have mercy today, God. Have mercy on every man, woman, boy, and girl. I pray that not another brother loses his life under the cloudy pretenses of a mistaken identity, a traffic stop gone bad, a hoodie that did not look like it belonged in this hood, a cigarette salesman, a suspicious jogger, suspicious jogger who just happens to stop at a home that's under construction, drink some water, and is later shot down because some someone thought he fit the description of a home invader. Whoever gave one man the right the authority, the unmitigated gall to take the life of another man, not God. I pray that no brother nor sister ever be brutally murdered in their own homes, minding their own business at the dirty hands of law enforcement that showed gross negligence in the serving of a no knock warrant or simply entered the wrong door and thought it was an honest mistake. She thought she was entering her own apartment. Have mercy on the inhabitants of this world, God. Have mercy. I pray a prayer of faith today that God would intervene and no longer allow my brothers, my sons, husbands, and fathers to lay in the street handcuffed, fully restrained, panting. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. And calling out for his mother until a knee pressing sharply into his neck, which represents oppression, supremacy, the nasty, brutal hate, That will kill, steal, and destroy. The same knee takes his breath away. Lord have mercy today. Remember the same breath that God breathed into man. To make each a living soul. Not some men, but all men have a soul. I pray the very same colorless life-giving breath. That disregards color, race, ethnicity, or even status. Will again breathe life into our dying humanity. Please God. My prayer today is that God save us from ourselves and we, we reach up and take hold of the lifeline. I pray that integrity, compassion, passion, and the promise of righteousness become the qualifications that guide every individual who has been blessed with the responsibility to serve others. It is my sincere prayer that such an attitude would be lovingly demonstrated in the rearing of our children so that the same would be so deeply rooted in each that the guiding principles of love, respect, and treating others as one would treat himself would be their mental and moral compass I have a prayer that God would hear my prayer forgive us of our wrongdoings and heal our people, mind, soul, and body as it is written in God's word according to Second Chronicles 7 and 14 If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Finally, it is my prayer today that my sisters and brothers, fathers and mothers, all humble themselves. To be humble means to be less concerned about how you want others to view or perceive you and more concerned about how God sees you. No title, no position, not dressed up, just naked you. Pray. Pray for the world at large and even our leaders as we have all disappointed someone or another at some point in our lives and know that only God, only God has the capacity to handle the ills of our country and our world. I fervently pray that we discontinue being just like the oppressors. If we are all in destruction mode, No one can really tell us from the oppressors, whom I've indicated only shows up to kill, steal, and destroy. We, my sisters and brothers, we must be different. We must behave differently. Yes, go out and vote, as it is a right for which so many others, who may not have lived to enjoy it, shed precious blood, sweat, and tears. I pray that each of you fully understand that so much of our fate, our tomorrow, The tomorrow of our children lies within our own hands. It is not how this all got started, but how we finish that truly counts the most. Are we going to stoop to the levels of those who kill, steal, and destroy? Or are we going to uplift, rebuild, restore, and encourage? It is a battle, but I pray that we can all join forces in prayer. I pray you pray we all pray together. I understand Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said it best. Riots is the language of the unheard. But my question would be, to whom are they speaking? And even more importantly, to whom do they belong? I understand riot is also the language of those who are not consulting with God. I have faith that if we, the children of God, get ourselves together and petition God in prayer, he will hear and forgive us, then heal our land as well as its inhabitants. As cliche as it sounds, trust God and lean not unto your own understandings, and he will direct our paths. Yes, he is the answer. Today, my head, heart, and thoughts ache for my innocent sons, as I've only birthed two and I love each one. Can't shake the vision of George Floyd away from my mind, I pray, and ask God for his family, yet comfort to find. What I saw was an egregious tragedy, And ashamed before our God. I can't breathe Is what he uttered. In agony. Cried for his mama muffled. Yet loud. This vicious crime was committed. In bold and sunny clear daylight. No telling what these men would do in darkness. Off camera. Out of public sight. Each time one of my sons walked back into my door. I openly honor and praise God some more. You see to be the mother of any dark male baby. Man child. Gives cause for pause. Much conversation tarry with each for a while I've got to be a mother who watches both night and day I ask our God to protect each of them as they travel along the way Trayvon Martin was said to walk along with some Skittles and Arizona tea probably humming a song as he strolled along had no clue of what troubles he would see Ahmaud Arbery just took a jog to feel good stay fit no doubt none could have told or warned him of two white men he'd encounter on his route Last week, a man was brutally murdered. No words for how it made me feel. I can't breathe while a white officer for some nine minutes on Floyd's neck is where he kneeled. Watching the scene unfold was cold. It hurt me to the core as a handcuffed black man lay prostrate on the ground, still don't understand what he died for. As I ponder the thought of all that unfolded, headache caused my back to stiffen. Then I talk to my sons, consider investing in a gun? How foolish. Don't talk, just listen. Giving the survival talk, hands in plain sight, no sudden moves, just do as you're told, no fuss. But on the other hand, as we raise a black man, keep in mind, proper upbringing's a must. I know I can't be with them every day, everywhere, but my teaching should always remain. Following directions, a life skill for protection, From all opposition, refrain. The count continues of my black men ended and murdered by the law. It's crushing me inside, shaking faith and a black man's pride. Can't believe I've seen all the things I saw. Can only speak to what my eyes have seen and the hearing of my ears. As a strong black woman with sons and brothers, my heart still pounds with fears. As I ask God why so many must die, families shedding innumerable tears my black community is torn is an understatement. Angry, hurt, frustrated, even many emasculated after violated for so many years. Is it open season on the black man? Maybe the question is too much to face. Has America's so-called free world failed my brothers again? How could this be a respected place? For a while I was under the false impression that COVID-19 would be the worst. Then a glimpse at the screen, people evil and mean, being male, black, poor, the ultimate strike first. Can't forget Breonna Taylor, shot eight times in the sanctity of her home. Mind-boggling to understand a sister dying at the hands of the police who mistakenly stormed. America the beautiful was once our noble claim, but for recent horrific events, my people lament. Our country drowning in a sea of hate and shame. Bring me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to be free. Yet, on a number of occasions, sad, unspeakable situations, open degradation and agony. It was Martin Luther King Jr. who said, America keeps returning the check insufficient funds. See, freedom's never been free, it seems. And to dream of peace could be, for we all live together, everyone. Eric Garner was placed in a chokehold for selling cigarettes. Wrong place, wrong time. Shocking to take, even made my soul ache. A black man choked to death for a petty crime? I know that Martin Luther King Jr. explained, a riot is the language of the unheard. But we who have a voice must not, cannot remain silent, no longer quiet, speak up, and pray a word. Lately, when I close my eyes to sleep, a man lying pleading for his mama and the whole world to see. Can't shake the image. Get it out of my head. Thought I could escape it when I go to bed. Only to dream and awaken a mental struggle. If it affects me so viciously. Our children are really in trouble. Watching the traumatic struggle of George Floyd. Just after Ahmaud Arbery. No doubt. Such images find and cloud the mind. Until it's all one can think about. I can't breathe. Remains the desperate cries. Still stapled in my mind. Through time and prayer. I trust some peace and comfort I will find. Please, please talk to your children. Don't allow them to sit in deafening silence. Be clear and call out, maybe scream and shout. Don't desensitize such violence. Ensure our youth they'll be okay, they'll be well, but model and teach them to pray. Make sure that you warn them, love, encourage, and, and adorn them that prayer is the only God's way. When one of us hurts, we all must hurt, it means we're all humanly connected. God formed and molded, chastised and scolded, so we're conjoined with God's breath and divinely protected. Injustice to anyone anywhere is injustice to everyone, everywhere. Other words, great Dr. Martin Luther King said, so we must fight day and night for every black man's life until hate itself lay dead. Together we stand and divided we fall should be the rule of thumb. When we pray and fight, ask God's guiding light until our liberty and justice shall come. We fight not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, God's word says. So I challenge you today, walk upright and try his way. Brighten our black brother's future despite evil days. In 2020, never thought I'd see the pain unleashed on our black community. Can't be silent, won't mind my business. I'm my brother's keeper and every sister's too. If I see something, I must speak up, speak out. Caring for each other is what we all must do. Now for my sisters and brothers and all my angry mothers who want to take a physical stand, bring your fists down, no violence. Scream and shout, don't keep silent. Vengeance is mine. Leave it all in God's capable hands. I urge you to unite and pray, both night and day, His word says pray without ceasing. It's too much for us to handle for our fallen. Light a candle, our mission, a most immediate reason. To pray every day in our own special way, it is my prayer, my mission, my desire. For my prayer is a prayer deeply rooted in the word of God to only uplift, encourage, and inspire. This is my prayer today. Amen. And it is so. Please pray with me and trust that God will move on our behalf to every black man. Just know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Your journey is one of honor and greatness as you endure hardships that far exceed those of any other race of men. And your strength is immeasurable. While riot is the language of the unheard, I say prayer is the language of all who trust in God. It is counterproductive and ill-advised to loot, steal, and destroy in the time of trouble or distress. Such behaviors make it impossible to delineate between the oppressed and the oppressors. Allow no one to show you in a dim, deceptive light of destruction despite your anger. Yes, take a firm stand, march if you must, but peace and prayer provides the real potential and platform for change. To my fearless prayer partners and prayer warriors, keep praying and believing. God will in God's own perfect time. God will. Well, family, that is number five of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. I pray that you are willing to pray as prayer really does change things. Thank you so much for tuning in and sharing with me. Please be looking for my preview on Wednesdays, Wednesday night that is, at 9 p.m. And a new broadcast on Thursday mornings. I pray this episode has blessed you in some way, as it is my desire to uplift, encourage, and inspire. Don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows, you might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.